thanks for tuning in to the Author Motivator Show. Hi, I'm Dan Davidson, and my brother Dave and I uh, started this podcast, and uh, we are writers and authors, and we just love to inspire and help and encourage and motivate other authors. Actually, we believe everyone is an author. We are creating things every day, and we just help you find your voice, finish it, and publish it so you can share it to the world. Now, today's episode uh, will be one that we did while I, Dan, was walking on the Greenway. I have a Bluetooth mic. It's very poor audio, but that's okay. This is the perfect, imperfect podcast because as content creators, we can choose, are we going to redeem the time or are we going to be focused and paralyzed by perfection? So the audio is poor. Uh, kind of sounds like I'm in a wind tunnel at times, but we went ahead anyway. And Dave and I talk about, are you frozen with feedback frenzy? Hope you enjoy the show, and thanks for listening to Author Motivator. Welcome to the Author Motivator Show. It's brothers Dan and Dave Davidson here, and we're here to help motivate ourselves and you. I'm excited about today's topic. I know you are too. I am, Dan, because it's something that we've talked about amongst brothers as we've workshopped books. We, we have this, this vocabulary. Now we're going to share it with others because we know it's going to be relevant. And it's going to be like, oh my gosh, it's a thing that we don't realize we, we talked about that will, will be effective with others. And so, Dan, tell us what today's mystery, formerly mysterious, mysterious, mysterious topic is. Without further uh, so ado. Mysterious, you may, may want to uh, spell check that. Uh, anyway, yes. Yeah. The burning, the burning question is, are you frozen from feedback frenzy? Oh, my gosh. Now, Dave, as writers... There's always that moment where we get feedback from others. So let's talk about the, uh, the kind of fragileness of an idea, showing someone for the first time we expose ourselves to vulnerability. We're, we're, I think we can be frozen with fear, first of all, just wondering, are they going to like it, right? We, we can all can relate with that. I think that could be part of it. I personally don't give a crap what people think oftentimes. <laughs> I'm more like curious of how they can give me you know, criticism that I could help the project or something, but I'm curious to what they think, which is what I just experienced talking to 250 people last week. I got a lot of feedback on a recent project, and it sent me in all sorts of directions. Okay, so you you uh, yourself have gotten past, you know, kind of that worried about what other people think and maybe if there's something negative, you know, that, that kind of puts you in a state of paralysis or you're frozen with fear that, oh, yeah, in your self-esteem and, you know, oh, yeah, I'm not, I can't do this. Look, yeah, he found several things wrong with it. So that's good. You're beyond that. But what are some tips that helped you and can help others get beyond just that initial, you know, possible frozenness of fear, just sharing an idea, if anything? Well, Dan, I'll take, I'm going to quote you here. You, you had a great quote a long time ago that new ideas are like in an incubation period. And if you, if you juggle a duckling's egg or 
roll it on ice. You know, you're going to ruin that duckling's chance of surviving well. You got to you got to take a new idea. Careful, you know, be caught a little sure. bit more. But when it when it starts to grow up and has feathers and it's pecking at things, in other words, like you know, if it's in an ebook format or a, a maybe it's a cover. I recently kept sending uh, cover samples to friends to get their feedback, which cover they wanted, which cover resonated with them. So at that point, I was just trying to figure out what was best for the project. So I'll try to answer your you, question, Dan. But yeah, I, I want what's best for the project. We learned this a long time ago as co-authors. There was a statement in a book that you wanted that made sense to you, if I remember right. And it didn't make sense to anyone else. And so we made a joke like, hey, well, maybe we'll put an asterisk here for things. <laughs> And it could have happened to me the next week. And so when it, something doesn't make sense between the two of us as editors of our own material, we're like, well, we'll just put an asterisk. So we're right. looking for asterisks. We're looking for, you know, I just had a, I just preached a Sunday sermon message, Dan. I thought it went pretty well, and it did. But of course, my daughter's telling me in the car, well, a particular point didn't make a lot of sense. I wasn't super clear on connecting some dots. And so if, in the same regard, there was probably should have been an asterisk kind of emoji come over my head like asterisk here's the hashtag here's what my dad's really trying to say here he didn't really connect the dots. so, so that's as, good as writers we want to find those asterisks to make it easy for the reader um I, I read someone's draft of a great chapter of a book they're working on great content there was just a lot of extra capital letters words and as a reader i halted every time i'm like i got to get past this weird way you've typed this out. It's not even written in normal language. It's just extra words that are capital. What does that mean? I mean, once, once a okay, chapter so, is okay. So that was I'm, very distracting. I, I know that you, you shared that with me. And so, unfortunately, once that person got some feedback and it was – you weren't negative, but you were, you were constructive, basically in the last four months, he has not pursued it at all. It, it's frozen. His writing he, project is frozen. He or she, whoever it was, I mean, they might have worked on it more, but to my knowledge, they sure. didn't bring it forth publicly. They didn't come back to me. They're off to a great start. It's a total, I looked at it as a total normal process. Right. Um, you know, my wife and I had a misunderstanding today on who was driving to church. And I'm like, once she said, I'm like, duh, I should have caught on to that. I mean, obviously I had a lot going on in my mind this morning. I just said, oh, totally normal marriage thing. Let's just get beyond it. It wasn't a frustrating thing. It was just like, duh, I should have already figured that out. So that's going to happen in marriage. It's going to happen in expect. Well, we call it Swiss cheese. Expect for there to be holes in your project. Okay? Sure. But even Swiss okay. cheese is sold in the market, bro. Things with holes. Yes. In. Yes. Okay. So what we're talking about here is when people can get, as authors and writers, in a state of feedback frenzy. So just to summarize, frenzy can mean different things to different people, but it basically means a state of wild behavior, could be delirium, you know, you're out of control with excitement or pandemonium or whatever. You're probably not the best writing state to stay in. And so we're kind of presenting that as a negative thing. So you want to avoid having a frenzied, erratic attitude about, you know, your project. So the first thing that I'll summarize is when you get some initial feedback, 
and, and it's not going to be perfect. There's no way your first project when you present to someone or even to an editor is going to be, it's not going to be perfect. Like you said, it's got the Swiss hole. Uh, you really try to avoid having that paralyze you, freeze you in the past. And uh, I want to get into part two of this, but I'll just pause to see if you have anything else to add to part one. And part one is negative fear? Yeah, well, but basically anything negative, or con even if it's constructive criticism or feedback, it, we, we can perceive it as, oh my gosh, I'm not a writer at all. Uh, yeah, I, I knew this wasn't as good as I thought. Well, there's all kind of reactions that we can take personally, but we just want to take that initial you know, feedback, constructive feedback, or even negative feedback, you just in stride, as you said, and don't let it paralyze us and freeze us in our tracks. Yeah, and Dan, in, in most things like writing, it's a muscle. It's a muscle to be relentless on the feedback and say, well, I stuck to my guns. It's a muscle to be open to said constructive or, or I don't like it type of feedback. Or to hear someone say you don't like it, you don't want to hear that. But at the same time, it can really help you steer. So when I was trying to figure out the best book cover recently, I really hung on everyone's word and then tried to think, well, how much weight should I afford said particular point? You know, and someone, there was a point of the way I was designing a series of books that was really confusing for a few people. I'm like, well, some people are getting it. Some people aren't. I'm going to redesign. It's a big undertaking because I didn't get earlier feedback. And so I cherish that. It, it, it can really help sell books. It can help be more effective as a designer or an author. So as far as... Well, and I will... Yeah. No, I, was, I would add to that. I'm part of that group that gave you feedback. You had some great ideas. And uh, I must say that you were open to listening to many other people and you took it to a whole new level, probably ended up being your best book cover ever you've ever designed because you didn't get frozen in your feedback. And you just took it. I want to add a concept, Dave, that we've used that's helped us in this area. We call it King of the Hill. Mm -hmm. You know, we yeah. used to play, we grew up in the north and a lot of snow. And so be these mounds of snow at school and at recess i remember playing king of the hill you bet and it, it probably they don't let you play that anymore because it's pretty dangerous on recess but you get to the top of the snowbank and you're king of the hill until someone else grabs your feet and pulls you down and someone else gets up there so an idea personally and or if you're working with someone else and that's why it's great you and i we we bounce ideas off We'll come up with an initial idea, but we allow it to be king of the hill for now. That says, hey, it may not be the best. It may not be the final thing, but it's the best so far. Dan, that, I'm so glad you added the king of the hill concept because if you go in and think, well, right now this cover design, this idea, king of the hill, what we really want is we know it's a process. So this part of the process, we're saying this is the nom top nomination. And when you say nomination, you're already saying, hey, this may not be the winner, but it's, in, you know, it's just, a, it's just a, Dan, you know what they say in the award show? It's just a, an honor to be nominated, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. So, Excellent. you know, we played, I mean, there's King of the Hill, and then we, we played Mall Ball. Dan, have you ever played Mall Ball? I'm not sure if I know what that is. Mall Ball is like football and King of the Hill put together. I just have to throw this in to okay. the mix. So mall ball is like, well, 
the snow's really kind of, you can't really they don't have enough patience or maybe you just don't want to play organized football. Mall ball is if you have the ball, you're gonna just try to run in any direction, three hundred and sixty degrees, until you're completely tackled. So you might get a yard <laughs> one way, and then when you're tackled, you have to then give up the ball, and then everyone's like, fumble, and then another guy gets it and they run in any direction until he's tackled. You just maul the guy with the ball. Now, I don't know if that's a literary thing, connection, but we play King of the Hill and then Mall ball, especially when it's really snowy, because we could, you know, tackle each other in snow and I get hurt. Okay, that that's that's fun. Uh, it sounds like a literal, uh, physical manifestation or reflection of the word frenzy. And perhaps as writers, sometimes we feel like we're just being tackled. Yeah, you know, every team we seem to get the ball like another obstacle or another. Thing. So that's kind of the word picture that came to me. Sometimes. Uh, our writing endeavors may feel like a game of mall ball. Yeah, and you're not even necessarily running in a certain direction to get a first down. You're just trying to survive <laughs> like a chicken with its head cut off. You might go one foot and get knocked. You might go 15 feet in one way because you found a little opening. But there's like 10 guys. There's not, you have nobody on your team at that point. Just like when you're getting oh, a new idea. You don't. You, there's no alliances. This was before Survivor. The, you have the ball. You're going to get tackled by everyone else on recess. Yay! Okay. Well, hey, thank you for sharing that uh, analogy. So, okay, so, yeah, go ahead. So let's move on to part two of Are You Frozen by Feedback Frenzy. I already talked about kind of the negative or constructive feedback. There's a second way, bro, that we have found that is kind of crazy that you and I have fallen into preceding each other and that's when we get positive feedback on an idea it's completely immobilizing sometimes (laughs) yes now if you know i don't know if that's happened to any of our listeners here on the author motivator show but what happens with us is creative content people is that sometimes we have an idea we'll call each other the other guy likes it we just kind of like getting that feedback it was a good idea and actually, we found that it makes us less likely to pursue the idea. <laughs> crazy, crazy phenomenon. Yes, cue up the Debbie Downer sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, for those of you reading this content on an ebook, well, Dan, you, it's a dopamine rush that satisfies the need. Uh, some weird, twisted psychology. You and I are have have this this problem hope other people probably do we, we hope to be relatable to you we want to expose this so you can remedy it and be more effective when you get positive feedback so good that you're like oh, okay you've lost motivation or you've lost the will to take it now i'm gonna we're gonna start with a project of yours first and then you can i know there's a big hammer on the head you know you're gonna want dan's gonna really make fun of me here in a minute guys hold on you're gonna lock here if you've ever liked when dan gives me crap or gently, as he's such a nice guy, he's going to give it to me. But before that, I'm going to give him a little bit of crap because we both have this. So Dan has Bring it great, out. Grant has this eight, great, Dan has this great idea, and it's about a certain topic he wants to write about. And he told me the title of a book last year. Honestly, in this category, he has like 10, 10, 10. <laughs> he's got like 10 great topics, and finally he's like, well, this is the best idea he's ever had in this particular topic. I know it's dear to his heart. I'm like, whoa. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, he's telling me, I'm like, man, this is really good. And he's telling me why it should work, 
you know, the demographics, the wordplay. <laughs> He's got some social media picked out. I'm like, all right, this is all good. And then I'm thinking, wait a second. Now I'm, I'm going to give my Dan a chance to give some feedback on this great book title, something he wants to build content around. But if I give him good feedback, he <laughs> might get the dopamine rush and never work on it. And so I've done this a few times, Dan, but I know I've done it with so I say, do you want me to be honest? And I say, and he says, yeah. I go, well, so I act, and he knows I'm kidding. So I tell him, I go, well, that's the worst idea you've ever had. And I go, prove to, furthermore, I bet you can't even prove to me if you did that, that would even work out. So you just have to prove it to me because I don't believe in you at all. And I do this reverse McGillicuddy <laughs> thing, but he knows that I'm not being serious. He knows that he kind of breaks me down a few minutes later. I'm like, well, actually, what I really meant to say was it's the greatest idea I've heard, and I hope you do it, but I didn't want to give you good feedback because I know if I do, you won't do it. So I thought I'd attack you as a person, attack everything you've ever been known for, so you will try to be hungry and you try to be motivated to actually do the idea, but he sees right through it, and that's my speech. Uh, Dave, that's funny, and yeah, so, so here's the good thing between us. We've identified this defective genetic uh, problem we have as creators oh that we've noticed it in each other. Now we notice it in ourselves. Like, yeah, we had that idea, and we and we kind of shared it with some people, and people around us gave us some positive feedback. And yeah, we just got we had the dopamine rush. And then we never follow up on it. So, so. we're going to do the, now you know what happens the rest of the story. When you, you're going to tell my story, and then you're going to tell them what happened. So what happened, Dan? That was a year ago. Okay. And then you started a New Year's resolution, and you said, well, I'm going to write. Then you did a podcast. And said, you said, I'm going to write. Okay, I will, I will say this. A day, one page a day. It's 30 pages. Yes, and right. we're like, yes. And we got another friend going like, yes, do it, do it, do it, do it. And how many pages okay. have you created on that idea? Okay, zero pages. But, but, in my bookmarking uh, Chrome extension, Diago, I do have a tag for that topic, and I have tagged several news articles, so I can retrieve them. So and the survey got... says, big whipty dip. <laughs> <laughs> it's inky. That's a mini, that's a, so, a nano step. Yeah, no, I, I hey, Dan, I good. can't think of any other business term where the if you give good feedback or bad feedback, you still are in the same frozen paralysis. Yes. For fe frozen feedback frenzies. That's what we're talking about here. So, uh, so I, I will uh, I give you permission you for... to not tell my story in a broad way, and then we'll make fun of each other, and then we're going to try to form a solution for people if you have the same element. But first, we had to show you how bad we are. Yes. You thought that was okay. bad. That was Dan's biggest idea. He hasn't worked <laughs> on it for you. Wait till you hear mine. Okay, just let me okay. have it. Let's get it over with, because we have a good ending to this story. Okay, so thank you, Dave. Great, great, great introduction. So Bring Dave, it on. Uh, I'm says, ready for it. You know, we, we have, we have self-published many books. We continue to do that, print on demand. We have worked with traditional publishers on many books. And there's nothing more of an adrenaline rush than when you get that <laughs> call or that email. It's like, yes, we want to publish your books. I mean, that, that's the ultimate for a writer, right? You and then they, it. yeah, and then they back it. They don't just say yes verbally. They have one more step to it. It's even a double rush. Yes. Well, then you have to like sign the agreement. I mean, that, because we've or, had people say they wanted to, but they actually. Okay. Yeah. Just yeah. Want to make sure no, you do yeah, that. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. So they want to, but then they send you the agreement, right? 
and then you sign <laughs> it. Sounds terrible. Yeah, I mean, it sounds and you send it. But let's say in this example, it might be an international, uh, you know, publisher. Your first time and, with another publisher from another country. What a big thrill! Yes, as in you, as in England, and they want to uh, publish a book on prayer. Let's say, and uh, you, I've well, you, 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 yes. So you've you've got the book. You, they want to do it. They send you the agreement. <laughs> But somehow something happens in the oh, email or attachment. I sent I, it. Wait a fill, second. I fill, sent it. Fill in it. the. Okay. Fill, yes. Okay. Well, as legend has it, in a true story, I sent the book manuscript in. I sent the contract in. But then months later, they asked me for another copy of the contract because they couldn't find it. Their legal department couldn't find it. And if you know me, I'm not really big on sending things in the post, especially with extra stamps to England. And so I procrastinated and never sent another um, copy of that book in or the agreement. And it, so it never was published. After a while, they just kind of gave up. What a ball drop on my part. Uh-oh. Double Debbie Downer sound effect. And so – I really was like, I was depressed about it at the time. I'm like, well, then I put the PDF of the book up. And so people did download it. It was done. I mean, I mean, it was, it was enough pages. It was done. And it stayed up there for over a decade. Wow. Online. And then I took the topic and started to readjust it. I'll pause there in case you want to know more about that or Raz me. I'll, get, I'll just let me have it. And then we'll move. Well, and no, I'll tell you the rest of the story. Well, here's, well, here, I'm not here to razz you. I'm here to razzmatazz you, okay? I want to bump you up and motivate you and motivate others. So you, uh, thank you for being forthcoming uh, and sharing that uh, ultimate feedback frenzy from positive feedback. You had the contract. You had it. So now, but there's a, there's a, a, a silver lining in every cloud if you're willing to look for it. And Dave... I'm so proud of you because 10 years later, you could have been frozen forever. See, that's the thing. <laughs> you know what? If, 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 we, uh, if we're frozen for a short time, that's okay. Identify it. Dan. But, but you, you haven't been frozen forever. This project now has been incubating, and it's a book on prayer. And if, if you could share the original title and then just, just briefly share where it's at now and where the conference you went to, and I believe – uh, just even from a God standpoint, it, it, it's ready to bless. I mean, God's going to use us even when we're imperfect, when we're frozen in, in the path that he's chosen for us. So I'm very proud of you and excited about where this project is heading in the future. Because you did not stay frozen in fear after 10 years. No, it did take a decade. And I think what probably thawed me out is when I heard my daughters, who are 9 11, sing the Frozen song so much. <laughs> That I'm like, I don't want to be frozen forever. Dear Lord, God, help me. And so he brought it to my Hey, Dave, Dave, I just got one thing to say. Let it go. Let it go. I let it go, bro. And um, my fears melted away. And so the original title for this book was called, but this was, this was developed back in the what would Jesus do frenzy of, not to be confused with feedback frenzy, of topics and, and show-offs. So we wanted to have a prayer book, and the topics were going to be so, like, what was God's heart? It would be like, well, not that 
Jesus would pray for it, but really be like, what would Jesus pray for? What would Jesus want us to pray for? Not just about ourselves, but pray for other people. And these really um, uncommon topics like human trafficking and people who in China who may worship their ancestors and, and, and just topics that we don't really think about at first. We usually think about our own anxiety or our own marriage. We don't really, um, you know, think about international, reaching out to international students, right? Or about international governments, just, just crazy stories. Like, I mean, not crazy stories, but off the beaten topics of, of ministries that provide water or clothing, you know, not on the forefront of our minds. So what would Jesus pray for the world was the title. And then we kind of change it to the word pray along for a serious potential. And then like really those to- those topics were world mission prayers. So pray along world mission prayers has been a PDF that's been out there given away. And then in the last couple of years, it was like about a hundred topics. I, I just felt like there was more topics to represent the topic, the overall topic. And in the last year, it's been 166 topics called Pray Along World Mission Prayers. And I, I finished the book and put it on Amazon. And some people have ordered it and been blessed by it. But then Urbana Missions Conference was coming up here just two weeks ago. Signed up my boys for it and their fiancés and another boy from our church. We're going, and we're two and a half weeks out, and then I had a new epiphany, bro. You you had a you had a meltdown in a positive way. Your fear was frozen. Your frenzy from the past was frozen. Total meltdown in a positive way, because you focused. You know, you turned your your frozen fear into focus, and I I don't know if I've ever seen you this focused to finish a deadline. It, you have not because I challenged myself in a dare wow, like a, 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 a goal dare way. It's like if I went to this missions conference, I'll, I, I realized this. I would never be more motivated to finish this book by adding 200 and however many countries there are. I did a list and I just melded into the t- table of contents. I had a new table of contents. And so I made these blank pages for countries. I started putting in Armenia down to Zambia, you know, Zimbabwe. I'm like, all right, here's the shell. Like. Here's my old 166 topics. Now here are all the countries. And just says, now I just type in the country's name. Like, okay, now it's like 400 pages. And like, by the time I put it, other pictures and some will be two pages. It'll be 500 pages. Like, oh my gosh, can I do this? Like, it's taken me 13, no, it has taken me 15 years to get to 166 topics. What in my right mind thinks I could more than double that in about two and a half weeks and get it off to Amazon and get a copy and get a PDF and a website done. But I was in miracle mode. And I thought, wait a second. I'm not going to be motivated. Talk about author motivator. I'm not going to be motivated two months from now after the conference and telling, promising people of a new upgraded edition coming up. If I get it done, I'll be really motivated at the conference to tell everybody about it and tell everybody in my life about yes. this project. So I tricked myself and said, let's go for this. What will it take? And what it took was writing 30 prayers for the, uh, no, 20 prayers for the next 10 days and then redesigning it. I mean, an average. And I thought, well, what if I could have a couple days buffer? I had all these questions myself. It was because I was designing it, designing the cover, redesigning the spine, loading it to Amazon, trying to do a website. During, I've been a full-time student during finals, during planning for a trip, during the holidays, during 
a big project in our attic where we had to move all of our stuff from one side to one side. Not a problem, just time consuming during being a father to eight kids. How, what possibly could go wrong in miracle mode? Well, bro, a spoiler alert. You made the goal. Congratulations. You turned a frozen tundra, a tundra of fear, okay, into beautiful books. But now, and I, and I will share this, uh, for those of you listening, go to prayalong.com. And not only did you do the book and upload it to Amazon, it's available, uh, Pray Along, World Mission Prayers, but you have like five or six books available at a very nice, uh, well-done website, prayalong.com, with the free downloads there. Uh, tell us briefly about that. So you developed a website also, bro. I developed a quick website. Um, I'm pretty fast with tools, um, learning other things. And this website allows for downloads and a quick little link, and it want to make it hard for people. So World Mission Prayers now, Pray Along World Mission Prayers is now, it's called the Deluxe Edition, which is all the countries. And that, that when I wasn't working on the book, when I was driving, I would text my friends and ask them their feedback because I was just really locked in. I'd stay up late at night, yada, yada, yada. I worked really hard, and it was a time of focus. It was my own personal deadline to try to get it ready for this conference to be able to share it. Um, and then out of that, um, I had a book called Pray Along Afghanistan World Prayers, World Mission Prayers, which was about a 48-page book with a big picture of someone in Afghanistan and then a small little couple prayer uh, sentences, and it took eight minutes to read. Um, and so now that series is, has five titles, um, has Israel, Iraq, in India, and Morocco, and my goal is to do 50 titles of that of the 50 most needy countries in the 1040 window. You can Google what the 1040 window is, but it's countries that are least reached, the most poor, the most persecuted. And um, so that series is often running, and, and Pray Along World Mission Prayers Deluxe Edition is really kind of the grandfather of that. And so at prayalong.com, you can get all these books for free if you know how to press click if you want the physical version and hold the full color version of the smaller books or the 500 page grayscale with tons of pictures and over 365 prayer topics you can look at those titles well there's a link there at pray along you can find all these books at amazon so it's the best of both We're giving away a free book at praylong.com we're also allowing people to take that same book and then give it away free at their website. If your dog has a blog, if your church has a website that has some resource pages or a mission, or if you're a missionary and you're raising support, you want to thank people, just give them their own link. Give them an attached version of this book. This book is free forever. And any world mission prayer book in the Pray Log series is free. We are going to do other books in the future on marriage and expecting a baby and teenagers and other things. And those may not always be free, on the PDF version, but the world mission books will always be free. And that's the new ministry we've kicked off. It only took 15 years to start. Dave, how exciting. Uh, again, I am very proud of you as an author to see that through because you could have easily just beat yourself up and say, you know, I cannot believe I had uh, a publishing contract with a publish a very big you know uh, faith based uh, publishing publisher in England, and I 
I dropped the ball. I blew it. I but, totally blew it. Yeah, yeah. But so, so uh, thank you for sharing that story because I, I think that could be very inspirational, uh, just to the process of it. So let's let's review here. Uh, so feedback frenzy. Are you frozen in feedback frenzy? It could be two ways. It could be some negative feedback, constructive feedback, and it kind of paralyzes you. And you, oh my gosh, my self-esteem, and you know, I don't know what to do now. You know, maybe I don't have the best idea. But as we've just shared, it can also paralyze you and just strike you like Dr. Freeze in your tracks, you know. Uh, if you get too much good feedback and you say, oh, wow, that, that feels good. Oh, that, that's kind of, oh, I like that dopamine rush, like you said, Dave. And then we just procrastinate, just like I have on the book idea that you mentioned about me. So uh, in closing. Well, pause. Whoa, 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 pause. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I appreciate the well, compliments, and by the way, I want to give a shout-out to my brother, Dan. Without you and your constant support in the last 40 days, it wouldn't have happened. So thank you for being my bro and my partner and for writing some initial prayers in the first. Dan's one of the co-authors of the first book. Um, here's the thing, bro. You are going to go through a similar process with your – I'm not going to say the name of your book because it's not ready for prime time, but you know the title I'm talking about. It's your best – topic in the category we're not even mentioning you're going to rise to the challenge in your own way in your own time hopefully i'll be as um, supportive of you because it's a great the world needs to hear that message from you dan and you have a very unique perspective on it with your profession with your faith with your writing skills with your graphics it's a great word one of the best titles we've ever come up with and the world longs to hear your voice and dan the world longs to hear the voices of our listeners and when we first called, made this podcast possible, Dan, we did a little 30-second test, um, and we just did a little audio. If you've had bad audio on this, we're sorry if, if some of the lows and highs, and Dan's been having some trouble with his mic. We apologize for the quality, but we, we were willing to do an imperfect podcast, a Swiss cheese version, if you will, of this topic because we knew it was on our hearts right now. But here's the thing. Dan, you said in the test run – that some people have potential to be authors. You know what? I'm going to slightly tweak you to inspire people, hopefully. We all are authors. We yes. all publish content. We, no, no. We all create content with our mouths, with our minds. But what some of us, most of us don't do, bro, is we don't organize it. We don't tie a bow around it and publish it and deliver it. But we all are authors of content by the very fact that we have thoughts we write things down. We have conversations. The difference here at Author Motivator is Dan and I, our passion is to take the processes we've learned through the hard way, and we have helped people through this process, and we help them not make the mistakes and not spend the money and come up with some of the, some of the dreams that they've had to either do a poetry book or a, a book for their family or a book for their ancestors, about their ancestors or whatever, or a big thing that means something to them in their church or their family, or their legacy to help them. We are here to inspire you to do this project. that's on your mind and your heart that you're thinking about right now. As you hear these words, you have the content. You just need to learn how the muscles, the workout, the discipline to organize it. So you are authors. Let us help you take it to the steps to get it in a way that it can be delivered so other people can be blessed by it. Because our kids and our grandkids, Dan and I, will be blessed by the works of your hands and your kids 
So we're all in this together. Let's inspire one another as we teach, inspire, motivate, encourage each other as we train, influence, mentor, and equip each other. Bro, I love that. We are all authors. Great point. And uh, you are also right uh, in that this is an imperfect podcast. And so just to set you think, when you said I'm having trouble with my mic, it may sound like I'm in a studio or something, but that the studio is sitting in a wind tunnel. No, I've, one of my goals this year is to uh, walk 6 million steps uh, in one of my podcasts. Other podcasts is 6 million step man. That's 16,500 steps a day. It's January 6th. It's a beautiful day here in Roanoke, Virginia. The sun's out. I've been walking on the Greenway. And so we only have so much limited time. We talked about this idea on the phone, and we said, you know what? Let's just do a podcast for Author Motivator. And so here's the thing. The audio could be crappy, or it, there could be crickets. We chose to just go ahead and share an imperfect podcast instead of having crickets, okay? So, yeah, this is not a, a published – this is not a slick studio-produced podcast because we're willing to create content imperfectly, and, and that's something that we can all apply in our writing, okay, and in our – you're being an example. Every time you've had bad audio and these win, we, you were just proving. <laughs> but it's true, Dan, because this probably would not have been podcast. We were both in the mood to do it now. And sometimes you have to seize the day. Carpe diem. Dead Poet Society. Today was the day. We've talked about feedback frenzy for years as, a, as just a way to coach each other. But we have never really thought, well, maybe that would be a topic we could either put in a ebook format or a podcast. We're like, hey, let's do it right now. We're both in the mood. So, Dan, we there appreciate you, you being a great example because your mic has really sucked, but you don't. Thank you. You're, Thank you're you. a shining stallion, my friend. And actually, I think just for dramatic effect, I may install a wind tunnel effect in my podcast, really cushy studio, just to kind of, you know, you know what? have fun I'd say with it in the future. It, but I don't want to give you the wrong <laughs> feedback, Fritzy. <laughs> hey, Dave, it's always uh, great talking with you. Uh, thank you for listening, everyone, to the Author Motivator Show. Go to authormotivator.com, and right now it is pointed to our Facebook group. It's free. It's a community, and we, we, we post something almost every day. Uh, you, you can post other things. We're all in this together. Uh, also, uh, if you're part of the Anchor.fm community uh, where we do this free podcast, which is an awesome app, you can give us a voice message. Call in. Leave us a message. We'll include it in a future podcast. But, Dave, we also have a new podcast hotline that anyone from outside of Anchor can call. Wow. It, yes, and you can call and leave up to a three-minute message. We, we, you know, we have a question, comment. Uh, we, we could spend it into another uh, podcast. You know, podca- we'll answer podcast your question. Episode. Yes, and, and, and I won't even be in the wind tunnel then. Uh, and wow. So that number, that number, it's easy to remember, bro, 855 855- five podcast give us a call we'd love to hear from you thanks for listening to the author motivator show dave keep writing keep authoring and seize the day and surge up did you say eight five 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 podcast four five no no eight five 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 podcast eight five 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 podcast is that what you said you, eight five 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 podcast just say it one more time that's yes <laughs> hey call in the next 30 minutes for free shipping and delivery to eight five five
pause. Five podcast. Great, great. Dan, that was a beautiful summary at the end of the show. I just wanted to confirm the phone number. For two, no, that's good. But I didn't want to screw up your inning because it was beautiful. But you're, what you're saying is it's 855-5-PODCAST. Yes, and what I'm learning from you, bro, is that when I, when I recite that, either in a windmill or not in the future, I should probably pause after the initial 855. Oh, no. You're saying to leave a three-minute message on any question, any rant that we might use in a future show. Yes. This is the author of Radio Show. You said to dial 855-5-PODCAST. That's fantastic, bro. Thank you. That was the perfect amount of pause. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Well, no, you're being a good example. We didn't want a perfect <laughs> A perfect delivery. I mean, you, your, your summary was great. I mean, you, you it looked like you had a team of people giving you notes and everything. You were awesome. I just wanted to reiterate, 855-5-PODCAST. Yes, you did it. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for listening to the Author Motivator Show with Dan and Dave Davidson.